Hi, I'm Claire Riley and welcome to MS Understood. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in April 2017. At the time, all I wanted to do was get on with my life, put my head in the sand and privately listen to real people's stories about living with this unpredictable disease. I was deep in denial, terrified about the unknown ahead and I felt really alone. So there it is. MS Understood, conversations with real people from all walks of life who live with MS. Before we get started, I'd like to acknowledge that this episode of MS Understood was recorded across multiple lands. I recognise and acknowledge that all of Australia is Aboriginal land and I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. You know, I, I try to tell people, I said, look, you know, you, I, you don't have to do this, but here's what I did and here's what happened. And here's the yeah. science if you're interested. And so if you pick a winner and go, okay, who's, who's actually doing well after 20 years? Mm. And then what, what did they do? Before we get started today, I just wanted to say that I am honoured to be able to share stories from people living with MS from all walks of life from all over the world. Something that you could do to really help me out is give me a five-star review. This helps others to be exposed to the podcast and may just reach a newly diagnosed person when they really need it. Radio. Today on MS Understood, we chat with acclaimed documentary writer, producer and director with a documentary called Living Proof. Matthew Embry is a passionate advocate for people and families who are living with MS after being diagnosed in 1995. Today, he's symptom-free and living an incredible life after his dad, research scientist Ashton Embry, developed an effective therapy using nutritional strategies to manage the disease. Matthew's been diagnosed for 26 years, and when he was first diagnosed, he and his father created one of the first MS diets that he started following within six weeks of his diagnosis. This diet and lifestyle was the best bet diet and was the basis, in the end, for the Wilds diet. We talked today about dreams you have for your life when diagnosed at 19 and how this was the motivator for Matthew to follow the strict lifestyle from just after his diagnosis. Prior to coming out online with MS Hope with his website, the MS Hope website, Matthew was quite private about his diagnosis and having had only one conversation with his wife about his MS before deciding to come out to the world. He talks about why he decided to share his story. Something that I found so interesting is that Matthew spoke about how hard it is to live the lifestyle that he does, something that's not spoken enough, enough spoken about enough. I found this so refreshing because so often it's not spoken about how discipline, how much discipline it requires to live any of these MS lifestyles. We talked about our kids following the diets that we're on and trying to change the perception of what it looks like to live with MS. I got so much out of this conversation and I really hope you do too. Matthew, thank you so much for taking the time today to speak with us on the MS Understood podcast. I'm seriously honoured that you've, yeah, that you've taken some time. So yeah, thanks. Oh, no worries. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate other people sharing the message. Yeah, we spoke a little bit before um, we got started about um, some, you know, the reason I started this was because it's what I wanted when I was diagnosed. And that's sort of how you've ended up with your incredible resources and website and program that other people can be a part of. Yeah, I think, you know, what you're doing is really important. And I think that, you know, each of us are diagnosed at a different stage of our lives and come with a whole different story 
and, and a background. And, and, you know, by you doing this, you're going to reach people that are different than the people I'm going to reach. Um, and I think it's kind of, it's, you know, it's, it's great to see people, you know, empower themselves with that ability and to stand up and, and share their journey and try to help people. Yeah. And I think for me, particularly, I've learned so much because for the first few years, I really put my head in the sand and just ignored it all and felt myself deteriorating. And through doing this and having, I don't know, almost 40 conversations with different people, I've learned so much about how to look after myself. And right. I think that's just for me has been really valuable. So yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I love to start every episode with a diagnosis story. Um, and you also some time ago. So can you share it with us? Yeah. I mean, um, it's, so it's been a long time. I mean, this, this month is 26 years wow. uh, since I was diagnosed. So over a quarter century and, you know, well over my half my life uh, living with a diagnosis. Um, you know, I was, I was 19 years old, you know, kicking a, kicking a basketball, actually. And all of a sudden, I was having trouble feeling the ball in a very normal way. Um, and that, that, that it came on very sudden. And then within 20 minutes-ish, that feeling had gone up into my chest. Uh, and again, it was, it was a serious, it was, a, it was numbness and hypersensitivity. So very hard to explain with people with MS. They kind of get it because it's, it's, uh, it's two different feelings. But it, uh, it certainly happened. I thought I'd had a stroke. Uh, and then, you know, as time went on, more symptoms developed, you know, some spasticity and, and things like that. Um, and then, you know, like anybody else, you think you pinched a nerve. Um, you know, you hope for the best. And then, you know, went to a neurologist or GP neurologist, you know, and back then it was an MRI and the, and the diagnosis. And I was very lucky. I mean, one part of my journey, I was diagnosed quickly. Um, and, and that's a struggle for a lot of people, right? And so in my journey that I was very blessed. But I know that sounds weird, but. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think like, yeah. you know, everyone, I've spoken with people who have taken 10 years from the first time someone mentioned MS to them mm. until they got diagnosis. Um, and I know mine was not nearly as smooth as what you just said. So, and I think yeah. that's crazy. Something that... Um, even I can't really comprehend, like you said, is, is that you were one minute you were standing kicking the ball and the next minute you were still doing the same thing, but you couldn't feel it. Like that's how quickly yeah. it can happen. Yeah, it was very yeah. sudden, very, very yeah. sudden. Uh, and, then, and I think, you know, that's, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's common for everybody. Sometimes it's kind of little things like that, but then sometimes people get big ones. Yeah. Um, and so it's... Again, it's kind of all over the place. And so how long, like you were diagnosed, how long, because I know, and one of the questions I usually ask is how do your symptoms show up now? And well, mm. we can answer that. So how do they show up now? Yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm very blessed right now. I don't have any symptoms of MS. Um, yeah. I, I do get fatigue. You know, I, I talk about that, but I don't, I mean, I'm 40, I'm almost 45. I've got two children, two dogs. I work, you know, every people get tired. It's hard to know, right? I get flus like anybody else. And yeah. Um, but I was, but besides that, I'm in, you know, fantastic shape uh, for my age and, and just generally. And so, you know, and of course I attribute that to my lifestyle, the lifestyle choices that I've made. Yeah. And so how quickly, like you were diagnosed, this is what I was going to say before you're diagnosed and you had those side effects, how, or those symptoms, sorry, of MS, how long did mm -hmm. they last before you noticed that they'd gone away 
Um, it was hard not to notice some of them going away. I mean, I did one course of uh, prednisone right off the top, uh, prednisone, the steroid. That, well, that, that took out the leg spasms, which was great. Uh, but the, the numbness and the hypersensitivity, that persisted um, for, for quite a while. And um, I, I went to work. I mean, again, um, not to get, you know, share too much of my journey, but I started um, a very specific diet um, and exercise program, as well as acupuncture, you know, within six weeks of my diagnosis. And so, I don't know, maybe it was like four or five months until those symptoms lifted. Yeah. Wow. And, and you've been like, that was like you said, 26 years ago, you've been living essentially symptom-free for that long. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I have. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's, it's uh, again, it's a journey that I try to share, you know, that's why I do things like this. I, yeah. I you know, I have the website mshope.com to, to teach people to hear the strategies that I, I implemented early and have just been faithful to and here's what here's the result of yeah. that yeah so tell us about that about ms hope tell us about ms hope what you did and i suppose the question are uh, lots of questions but how mm. long did it take before like you started you know your dad dove into research how long mm -hmm. before you started eating that way and doing that kind of lifestyle and implementing it yourself well, there's a couple of weird things that, that happened in the journey. I mean, I know it, in most of the media that's out there, the, the stories, okay, got diagnosed. Dad went to the, my father's a researcher, went to the medical library, got to work, um, and then came out with a program. But the, the, there's a couple of things that are kind of left out of the story. One, a month before my diagnosis, and this is very weird. Um, it was almost like a voice in my head, like a very strong intuition that was like, you have to change your diet. So that would have been in May. That would have been yeah. in May. And I can still remember it. And then right afterwards, I think it was my mom who almost right away was like, this has to have something to do with diet. She was a nurse and she'd yeah. also been very mindful of our diet as we were kids. Uh, and then when dad went to work in regards to the medical research, you know, it was, it was like, it was a number of variables that got to push, push in that direction. But he was the one who really dug in uh, you know, and, and, and created a diet plan, right. Which was, you know, broad strokes, no dairy, no gluten, low fat, low sugar, low sodium, you know, eliminating beans. I think, I don't know if beans were out right away, but that took a while. And then high dose vitamin D became part of the program. Um, and that was a few years afterwards. Um, but that was the program. And so I would say within six weeks, easily within six weeks of me being diagnosed, I was already on that path. Maybe not where I am today, but certainly the broad, the broad strokes. Yeah. Wow. So you started that within six weeks. Had you changed your diet when you had that um, voice in your head? Did you change no. things then? No, you no. just had this, like, no. you need to do it. And then you were diagnosed yeah. and then you did. Yeah. Well, how yeah. is that nuts? Yeah, that's the truth, though. It was almost yeah. like a premonition. And it was, you know, I can still remember it. It was very weird. Yeah. Um, but then it rolled, it played out, right? And yeah. Then, yeah. And, um, and I'm, I'm a fairly disciplined person. Uh, and so I just got, I went to work and I've, I've I maintain that to, to today. Wow. And you don't, well, I mean, it's been so long. I was like, initially, did you feel like you were missing out on things or you were craving things that you weren't um, kind of able to eat? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, 
I was really, I was 19, you know, and I had, I was, I had a lot of dreams of what I wanted my life to be. You know, I wanted to get married and I wanted to have kids and I wanted to have a job and be successful. And, you know, I was, you know, I wanted to go to Hollywood and, you know, there was a lot of things I wanted to do and I did not want to um, miss out on that, which is, it was huge for me. And so I really balanced that quickly in my head where I was like, okay, either I watched my diet, my exercise, my lifestyle, or I may not experience this. And here are the outcomes of this disease. And I was very lucky. My dad's a scientist and, you know, I'm relatively science minded, not, not to his level by any stretch of the imagination, but enough that I could, you know, I could put things together. And for me, it just clicked. Like it just clicked. So uh, to be honest, I didn't really care. Yeah. You know, just because you it, wanted to be able to do the rest of your life. Yeah. 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 It's like someone who gets sober, they go to a party. At one point, they just stop caring about drinking because yeah. they know what it does to them. So they, you know, and that, that's kind of where I got quickly in my mind. Yeah. Did your fa- whole family do the same thing? So in your house, yeah. there was no kind yeah. of temptations of you feeling like, no. Um, yeah. Yeah. And to be truthful, I mean, I was so scared. I was so scared. Like, I never really felt that way. Yeah. Like, I just, never, I just didn't have that temptation. I was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> I'd see the food and be like, I'm not touching that. Like it was like poison to me, right? Yeah. Like I just well, saw I think, it and I'm like, yeah. yeah 19's such a transitional age where you're going from being a kid, you've finished high school, you're, you know, you're about to embark on the rest of your life and you get this diagnosis yeah. and you're like, well, I can either go. And I mean, I think that's a thing, isn't it? We've got so many, as someone with MS whose dad doesn't come up with a plan that's, you know, recognized now, recognized all over the world, but. There's so many options mm-hmm. out there. There's, um, well, and Terry Wiles based her a lot of her um, information on the diet or lifestyle that you guys mm-hmm. came up with. But, you know, there's, there's all these things. And so we don't know, I don't know where to follow or what to do or do we follow the OMS? Do we do this? And so I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's all, it's very confusing. So, and I suppose you didn't have that question because your dad, did the research and came up with the best plan for you guys. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, there wasn't a lot back then, right? I mean, there was the swank diet, right? Which was, that was kind of the, the pioneer uh, of this. And so there, and the, my, and the, my dad's diet was different than swank. So there were two options, right? And then, yeah. you know, and that's all, it, that's for me, I was, you know, I, I went with my dad's research um, and I, I stuck to it. And I think, you know, I've met George Jelinek, Dr. Jelinek. He's, a, he's an absolute hero of mine. Like he, he's my hero in this journey uh, when it comes to MS, um, to watch someone in the future. And my dad obviously is my hero too, but my, you know, the, the MS um, person that I watch, you know, there, and there are some differences in our, in our diet. Um, philosophically, I think we're the same. Uh, and Dr. Walls, took things to a different level. And I've, <laughs> I've said openly, I've said openly in other interviews, if I had ever any trouble problems, I would likely migrate more towards Dr. Wall's program. Uh, Cause it's, it's even more aggressive than ours. Um, but I think that, you know, my advice to people is you got to find the winners, like who's doing well. Yeah. You know, and I, I think, you know, it's, it's, that's where I, you, know, I, you don't have to do this, but here's what I did. And here's what happened. And here's yeah. the science if you're interested. 
And so if you pick a winner and go, okay, who's, who's actually doing well after 20 years? Mm. And then what, what did they do? Like thinking about them all pretty broadly, they're all fairly similar in the fact that from my understanding, they all cut out dairy. Most of them cut out gluten um, mm-hmm. and all of them cut out processed, saturated fat foods that are mm-hmm. in packets. Yeah. So yeah. You know, if, you, if you're eating whole foods that you can recognize and don't have an ingredient list, I think is the thing that I always say is that's what we all, everyone, not just people living with MS, but everyone mm-hmm. should be eating. Yeah, you're right. I, I can't disagree with you. I mean, it's, it's about, op- it's about trying to achieve optimal health. And yeah. people do contact me who don't have MS. I'm like, oh, you know, it's not like this program can't be for you too. Go for mm. it and tell me, tell me how you feel in six weeks. Yeah, yeah. You, before you launched your website from mm-hmm. um, in your documentary, you said you were quite a private person. You never really spoke about having MS. You never really spoke about no. your diagnosis. Why did you no. decide to put it out there? Um, you know, a couple, a couple of things happened. Um, you know, I did make a choice early in my, in my twenties that I wanted to, I, I didn't want to be labeled with it. Right. Mm. And I, I knew that could happen quickly. Um, and you know, maybe that's my own vanity and ego issues that I had, uh, which I'm open to, you know, I'm not, the per- I'm not a perfect person by any stretch of the imagination. And I, I went through that phase of, you know, wanting to be the you know, work in Hollywood, like literally that guy, right? And be successful and, you know, not seem like you're bulletproof, like all that thing you want to do in your 20s and early 30s, I guess. And I did that, you know, and, I, and that was, you know, uh, with my wife, you know, we, I think we had one conversation about it before we got married, like literally. Wow. Like one. Yeah. And I think that the next time we had a conversation about it was when I was going to go public. <laughs> yeah wow because i was so gonna ask was, you about that yeah yeah it was such a thing in my back burner of my life right and it was i i, I put it that way intentionally uh for a lot of reasons um and then i had one incident where there was a a young woman who i thought i recognized who i ran into at a in a long-term care facility in edmonton when i was shooting another project and she was in real bad shape and it was just kind of like oh man um it really hit me uh, hard really that that day and then we had another event where my dad had put on and like almost nobody showed up and it was a really important information and I just got angry and you know and I, I, I took that anger and I just had you know, I had two children at the time and I really just focused it and I was just like that's it <laughs> you know like this information is important I am a filmmaker. I, you know, I, I was an owner of a production company at the time. I can, I know how to get this to the world. Um, and then I just dug in and I said, I'm doing this. That would, that would have been like 2014 or 2013, maybe. Yeah. 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 Cause people can see your documentary now on Amazon prime. Um, yeah. and it's, it's pretty, it's amazing to watch. I think something that really struck me when I was watching it was not only this about you being quite private, cause I think that's, um, such a common thing that people with MS go through is deciding whether or not it's worth telling people. And if mm-hmm. they don't need to, if you're not physically showing that you have MS, then there's not necessarily any need. And so, you know, deciding to come out with that is such a huge step. But also I found it really compelling when you became quite emotional visiting um, a few of the people that you 
um, interviewed for the for the mm-hmm. um, documentary, and you were visibly emotional and visibly upset with that kind of interaction. And I was just curious about what from that made you feel that way. Yeah, I mean, I think it's multifactorial. I mean, I think that you know, I, I may come across on. I was a pretty hardcore guy, you know, I know how I look, you know, and I know that, you know, but I'm fairly sensitive as a, as a human being. I don't think I'm alone in that. I don't think I'm special that way. Uh, I just am. Um, and I, I personally just was a huge amount of empathy for people's situations and also my own personal fears. Mm. Uh, and again, so it's like, I think you put those two things together where, you know, especially in situations where you see people really debilitated, it's like, well, I, I, I've been scared of that for 15 years, right? That's been in the back of my head, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's been driving me. And people, you know, people write me and like, oh, you can't be motivated by fear. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, Except aren't we all? That's, that's awesome. You know, thanks for the, thanks, right? Like that, that's great to say. And like, yeah. I think that's really like, it sells that idea. Yeah. You know, like don't don't let fear control your life, all this kind of stuff. And I don't think it should, but like if you feel it, like harness it, which is what yeah. I did. I just I had fear, I had anger, I harnessed it and pushed it in a certain direction. Uh, but yeah. I, and I think that in those moments for sure it's and especially when you learn people didn't get the information. That's really hard, right? Yeah. And that's something you've been and, really passionate about because I know that you've been yeah. up against MS Canada or the MS Society yeah. in Canada, trying mm-hmm. to get them to share this information and and I don't know if you've had any success as yet. I think so. I mean, I think it's beginning to be a little, a little bit better. I mean, there's like, if you go to their website, there's like a link that says diet and there's like a link that I think there's like a one little thing on it. So, I mean, it, it's there. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, in many ways we, I don't know. I mean, I look at, sometimes I watch the, I look at their page every so often and I look at mine and I'm like, well, we're kind of at par for traction of people. So like, why do I care? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I do yeah. care, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm doing my own thing right now. So you try and you feel some sort of responsibility thinking, you know, I could have 20, 15 years ago done this. And how many people did I not reach because of my own thing, right? And then that is guilt. And, you know, I don't think I'm abnormal for like yeah. thinking that, but the mind will go there. Yeah, so yeah, I, and you can't, yeah, no. I mean, you know, the same, I was diagnosed and I could have started exercising and I could have done this and I could have yeah. acknowledged it for the first few years, but sure. I needed not to because it was too scary and too hard. And yeah, yeah. So was, you know, I think part of it for, and that was a question I had was for, for that time when you decided not to speak out about it, was there any kind of, shame or or fear I suppose around that or were you just in a place where you're 19 and you were doing well and you just didn't need to deal with it yeah I just didn't need to deal with it you know by the time I was in my late 20s I was you know again a very a lot of gratitude I was very successful I mean I had a a great I had a great career I you know I was kind of you know flying on airplanes and you know living the living it right and I was really physically fit because I had a program yeah uh, and so I was just living it. I was living it. Yeah. Um, so it really, to be totally honest, like in so many ways, it was just on the back burner. Like I yeah. got there, you know, 
and it didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, <laughs> like, wow. I just, I just to, moved that's on. That's just, um, you know, so unfathomable to me that you didn't have to think about it because most people that I know who live with MS think about it every minute of every day. But the, but the problem is, okay, but you know, I don't want to be judgmental. No, go for most, it. Yeah, but most people who cross my path don't go deep enough. Yeah. And I tell people, I say, look, like, if you go to direct MS, if you're fearful, okay, if you're questioning, go to direct-ms.org and read the science, mm. right? Like yeah. when you read about seatbelts, do you get worried every time you drive a car? No, because you're like, this is going to help me. Like, am I 100%? No. Are we 100%? No. But are my odds really high that I'm going to be okay? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, but it's it's that whole more you know kind of thing, and the more you know, the more you study, think about ideas like even molecular mimicry. What does that mean? Go read about why milk does what it does to you. I just learned a little bit of the basics, and all of a sudden you start getting that confidence, right? And then as the years go on, you're like okay, this works. Yeah. And then you're off to the races, and then <laughs> you know, and that's the sorry. Did, did it close there? No, and then. Right. Oh yeah. And then, um, you kind of go on with your life until the world the universe pulls you back into it and says, no, you gotta make a movie. In. <laughs> <laughs> and cause you did end up in Hollywood. You did end up where you wanted to at 19 making movies yeah. and, and living that life. Yeah. You. yeah. And yeah. Now we now, yeah, now weirdly, none of the, nothing that I ever did before cracked like this movie. And yeah. that's the irony. Like, that's the absolute irony. I tell people, I'm like, it wasn't until I did it about the one thing I didn't want to talk about that I got somewhat famous. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's weird yeah. to, think, to think about. Yeah, but I think, like you said, it affects so many people all around the world who don't have answers that they want. And for me, you know, it, it's, it's all good and well to say, go and look in the research, but I cannot, like, it's just not something that I understand. But I do learn from these kind of conversations sure. and so people need to find something that works for them and a, and a documentary works for a lot of people yeah it does and that, that i agree with you and that's why i tried to make ms hope so user-friendly like yeah. that was the goal yeah. so i'm like okay we've got the we've got the direct ms website which is you know really dense and it's got a wonderful bibliography all that type of thing we need to create something that's very user-friendly um, and if the person wants to go deeper, then they can. But if they don't, they don't have to. They get the cookbook, they get the PDFs, they watch the videos, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's, um, it's, I mean, it's something obviously that so many people needed and wanted. And so thank you for putting it out there. Oh, praise God. I mean, again, I, I, I was just having this conversation with my brother and someone else recently. And I said, look, there was like a voice that told me to make MS hope. Like I can't take the credit. Like I'm a messenger and I, yeah. I believe that. And, and, you know, the higher power spoke, you know, just spoke to me and, you know, I, I have to give gratitude for that because I just did what I heard. Right. And I, that's why I don't want to take like, I mean, I, I really appreciate it, but I, I, I get something bigger happened here. Yeah, definitely. But you still made it and edited it and produced it and put it out there. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and, it, it, and yeah, and I mean, it's been like you said, it's been seen by people all over the world, Australia. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's and it's just 
for me, it was just another bit of information to add to the the resources that I have. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, you like you said, you've got to find what works and you've got to find what works for you. And you can't do that if you're not trying to learn something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, then that's where I, I try to encourage people. I go find the, find the winners, like find the people who are, what, what are they reverse engineer it? And then, you know, see, see how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that's where when I, when I, on my Facebook, I try to do that. I don't know if you will follow me on Facebook at all, but I recently stuck out a, you know, not recently, a couple of years ago, actually, there was one I put out where I said, okay, look, is there, is there anybody who did conventional medicine in the world who is in good, as good a shape as I'm in after 20 years? Yeah. And there's nobody. Yeah. So like not one person. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's pretty telling. So then therefore, if that's the reality, we need to talk about that. Like, there's no point hiding it. And like, I'm not mm. happy to hear that. And yeah. if there was, I'd want, to, I'd want to meet that person. Like, well, what did you do? Like, yeah. tell me what you did. Do right. you find that people follow um, the, the MS Hope, the best bet diet, as well as using conventional medicine? Yeah, there is some of that. There's for sure that it goes on. And again, we, we have no issue with that. We, and yeah. we never tell people not to take a drug. I've never said, you know, it's your choice. Uh, I've often thought it'd be great to do a study with both of them together, right? I yeah. thought that'd be, fan that, that'd be fantastic. Um, but that's hard to get, to get going. Yeah. Um, and, then I, and then I recently did a post, you know, because one thing I get really, I got frustrated with is people write, well, diet's not for everybody. I'm like, oh, Okay. And this is like, I hear this, you, this is on so many blogs. It's written on my stuff. Well, it doesn't work for everybody. The following, I'm like, okay, I want to meet those people. Uh, so I put out a thing. I said, look, if there's anybody in the world, anybody who's done the program for three years and not had a positive effect, I want to meet you. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think and then one of the people who wrote that, that doesn't work for everybody, wrote me and said, I'm not going to do that anymore. I really don't know what I'm talking about. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Because you don't, and you haven't tried. And like, you don't really know because that's what people say when they don't want to do the work. And like, I know that sounds brutal, but I've been in it long enough to know. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I just know. And then someone's like, well, I, I did try. It didn't work. And then I'll get them on the phone. I'm like, well, how long did you try? Like yeah. six weeks. Okay. Well, did you really try? Well, there's a cheat day. Okay. Well, we're not talking about the same thing. Yeah. And that's so someone don't, you... Don't, spoke with in, Sorry, in the no no someone you spoke with in the documentary said that she wasn't super strict about it um yeah I can't remember who it was and um she wrote a book I need to I should remember um but she said her symptoms have been declining and she said she wasn't strict with it and that I think you know is is so gives people that motivation of all right well I'm going to stick to it yeah and, that, and again, I hope there's no judgment happening. I don't, I don't judge people. Like, no, well, no. You can do it whether you want. Like, it's yeah. not, but but I, don't, I also don't think, like, don't go post, don't go be a naysayer yeah. on something you don't, you don't have any really, evidence. Yeah, if you don't know. And yeah. if you're not that person, then, and if you are that person, like even today, someone posted about their sister who had issues. And I wrote that woman. I wrote her personally. I said, yeah. hey, like, I want to know more. I want to know more about the story because- yeah. 
I need to learn about the variables. And if it didn't work, why didn't it work? When did she start it? What treatment options? What else did she do? Like, I, I've got to try to figure this stuff out. Yeah, wow. You've really, um, you've really dove deep into it all to, to try and help people all around the world. Well, you try. And the thing is, I guess, you know, I guess where I'm at, it's, it's weird I'm having this interview today because I had a conversation with some of my family yesterday saying, you know, like, how much more do I got to do? Yeah, and I, hope yeah. That I hope that doesn't sound brutal. No, no. It's, and that's uh, it. It's like you've got all the resources there. Like how many individual yeah. comments do you need to send before people either decide or don't decide? It's, yeah. There's only so much you can do to get people to do something for themselves. Yeah. Cause it's, and at it's, what point? Yeah, it's yeah. personal motivation. If, if I want to eat the cake, I'm, I'm going to eat the cake over – like it's, it's – um, immediate satisfaction versus long-term satisfaction. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so people have yeah. to decide that for themselves. Yeah. And I also think I do wonder, and I, I haven't talked to Dr. Jelinek for a while, but you know, I do wonder about things in regards to at what point is it healthy for me to keep going? Mm. Yeah. For you right? and your like family. Yeah. 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 It's like, cause I, I think about things like, you know, you you do interviews. So I think there's a certain amount of like, and I do interviews, yeah. There's a certain amount of like revisiting trauma that I get why it's important, but is it helpful like to me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, at some point you've got and, to pass the baton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I was saying. I'm like, there's going to be someone else who comes up. There's going to be another version of, because I'm the next, I don't know if you know who Anne Baroche is. She's in the US. No. But she wrote a very, she wrote a very formative book years ago, but oh, she's right. kind of like, yeah, she was kind of like me like minus 10 years or whatever 15 yeah so uh, I, I'm like someone's gonna come up and I'm kind of looking forward to passing the baton like you said and yeah. okay, now you 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 do this because you're gonna reach people and but I need to go off and live a go make commercials again and yeah. <laughs> you know I know it sounds I hope I don't want to come across like that sounds awful but no, I think it's true. If you put out all your resources to people, there's only so much you can do and there's only so long you can do it for before you have to move on and someone else will pick up some version of the slack. Yeah, because again, you know, again, I, I certainly don't want to come across as poor me, but the program isn't easy. Like no. It's not. Like it's, yeah. I, you know, I, I know. I really appreciate it, you saying that because I think that's yeah. something that doesn't come across very often is it is actually hard work and it is time. It takes up time and it takes up energy and it takes planning. And it's not just, even for yeah. you, it's not just an easy thing that you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's not. And I was having a conversation with my wife the other day because we were talking about envy. Okay. And I said, like, envy is something I don't really think about a lot. But I'm like, because it's, I don't struggle with that emotion, I struggle with other emotions. And, I, and she was saying, like, you don't think people are envious of you and they see you, like, and all this stuff? And I, and I said, no, no, how hard this is. Like, why would anybody, anybody be envious of this life? Like, yeah, you know, you see the end result. Yeah, but the, the hard work. You, you, you don't see, like, every morning, like, time to go to the gym. Got to meditate this afternoon. Got to make another salad. You know, it's just, like, yeah. it's, it's a really hard... I don't want to say hard. It's a very disciplined mm. life, right? Yeah. And it's, 
it takes a lot of time to, to, to like not only do that, but then on top of that, to be like, okay, I got to put something on social media today and I got to respond to all the newly diagnosed. Like there's like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, like yeah. I said, I really appreciate you saying that because I don't think often enough people talk about how it is discipline and hard work and people, you know, for me, for example, feel like, oh, it should be easy. I should be able to do it. It shouldn't be. I should be able to just do meditation and exercise and eat healthy all the time. And, um, and you know, you add to that fatigue or pain or mm-hmm. um, something, all the things that we're living with, children, like life. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, it's a lot of work. It is. And it's, it's what you say, you know, I think you've got to, you hit the nail right on the head. And I think it's the little things. And like, I, t- I try to talk about them sometimes where I'm like, have you cleaned your gym stuff? Like, I know that sounds like really small, yeah, but it's actually not. Like, yeah. if you work out every day, you're doing a lot of laundry, and yeah. that you know, it's yeah. and if you have two kids and you have two dogs and you have like a life and you're like, and you're if you're packing on a trip, you got to like pack, you know, twice. I take my number underwear times two times <laughs> four, two socks. Like, it's all that little stuff, yeah, that people don't necessarily get until they try it Mm. and I think I mean you know you're living this lifestyle so that you don't suffer from MS symptoms but then if you add the MS symptoms that people have been living with and haven't got onto the diet early enough you're then doing like you said all of those things plus the MS symptoms plus trying to have a social life and trying to be a normal member of society and all of those things it is hard work but you've got to work out for yourself. Everyone's going to work out for themselves if it's worth it. Yeah. And that's, and then, yeah, but what, you, and what you're saying is it, it's still on my mind, right? Mm. Like I, I still yeah, think about there that. There you go. Like, you do. Yeah. Because, because someone recently was talking about sacrifices in regards to like, you know, that I make or my wife makes. And I was like, it's an interesting word. Like, well, why not use the word investment? Mm, you know? Yeah. Right. To, yep. Because I, I don't like to think that I'm sacrificing my life. I'm just investing in a different way. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that, um, y- you know, I, I don't know. Like it's, unless you have it, you don't understand. Yeah. You know, because even like, you know, you know I, I think about things like, you know, we're, we're, we're talking to a house builder, okay? a couple a couple years ago and this may you you'll get this and the person was actually quite nice because he he knew that i had ms somehow i don't know how maybe also googled me or something yeah and he's like saying you know do we want to build a bungalow kind of thing and i was like "Uh uh-huh like you're you know like in back of my mind i'm like you think right that i don't i can't use stairs in the future yeah you know what i mean like it's that for me that was a trigger i was like I got pissed, but I didn't. You're like, I can use stairs, I'm fine. Yeah, but he's being super nice. Like, what a yeah. thoughtful thing, right? And like, yeah. I'm not, and, but again, it, it's one of those things in your mind where I'm only 45, but suddenly you're thinking that way. Mm. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you know, I'm not 60 yet, but, you know, am I going to get that house? No, I'm not. Why? Because I'm going to stick to the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Question for you. I've got a seven-year-old son um yeah and you've got kids do they eat the same way that you do and yeah do they ask sure. you or they probably always have so i don't know but do they ask for cake and lollies and 
and chocolate and um that yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean okay so number one they're on and have been on high dose vitamin d yeah okay so I, I i tell people this prevent it, prevention for people with ms is key make sure your kids are getting enough vitamin d uh, and then when it comes to the diet they're not as strict as me and i'm very honest about it they're just not i mean we yeah. do have we have have, have have we ever had a two liter jug of milk in the house no yeah. did they ever drink milk no i mean do they have the odd thing yes no question um and i think you know for me it's like well they eat more or less you know 90 percent, maybe 80 percent the diet and they're on high dose vitamin d and we have a gym that they have to exercise every day or try to get them you know what i mean like it's yeah they they know that dad is a certain way um uh, and it's what's interesting is your son yep if you i don't know if you lived the, the program but they figure it out yeah so yeah. that they there's this especially my daughter i know she's figured it out because she, she's like 13 now or almost 13 but she's figured out okay dad's different and what what's he doing yeah like yeah. he he does he looks younger he's athletic he's you know and i can see her putting the pieces and now she's exercising and she's eating salad you know what i mean like yeah it's yeah. interesting it's really think, interesting to watch that and a 13 year old girl too you've got um that that mind i don't know girls we've got a boy so it's that the whole different hormone growing up girl stuff yeah, I mean, I, I I never had sisters, so it's really been an eye opener for me to kind of yeah. watch and I'm really you know, the dynamics and the social stuff is really interesting. But the the fact that she's taking such accountability for her health already, I'm like, wow, yeah. like that's that's modeling. And like, cause I didn't sit down and be like, mm. you know, she just watched it, and I'm like, interesting, like how that plays out. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything else you would like to share with everyone? Wow. That's pretty, oh, that's pretty open-ended. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, my, my, my biggest, if I had one key message, it's just education. Like mm. it's, I think that we live in a system and I've seen this in other illnesses too. It's not just MS. I've seen this in drug addiction. I've seen this in, in various topics that I've dug quite deeply into. If you think the system is going to help you, you may be sorely disappointed. Uh, I, I don't think that the system is set up to not to hurt you. Well, sometimes it is, but not all the time. But it's uh, you've got to you've got to supplement it. And and again, there's no pointing the finger. There's no blame. But you've got to really educate your own self on your condition. Um, the doctors will help you. And I don't want to be anti-doctor. I'm not. Um, I'm not anti-pharma. You got to look into it yourself. But the more you can educate yourself for what you have, your specific needs, your body, your like you learn the language learn the you know what i mean yeah and, and yeah. don't and i and i think we're our generation i mean I think, i'm assuming we're about the same age decade apart ish close yeah. right pardon me close yeah yeah, uh, yeah decade ish or maybe more apart um the you know we really grew up in a time where it was like silos of information like if you're going to be a doctor you've got to go to med school if you're going to be a lawyer you know it's like it was really compartmentalized yeah. Uh, and what you what you felt comfortable accessing information. Now, I'm not saying you should be Dr. Google, but I'm also saying, like, do not be afraid to go dig deep so you can yeah. ask hard questions. Yeah. And I think you've got to be careful. Like you said, don't go Dr. Google, but there's a lot of really valuable resources online. Yeah. 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 
and you can go to PubMed and you can like go explore. I mean, they're right, literally right behind me. Like, but I just, just, I just pulled this from the printer and it's like, it's, it's from Harvard and it's, it's on an antiviral stuff. Yeah. And like, I don't hardly know anything about this, but now I'm like, I got to learn. Like I got to, you know, I'm not that smart, but I can sit down and, you know, piece my way through it and Google the words and, you know, yeah. <laughs> and that's just truthfully what I did, what I'm, I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, but I think that if you take that kind of spirit in regards to your own health, you'll be amazed what you find. Mm, and then definitely. And uh, yeah. And like I say, say one more, one other thing. Yeah. I've actually got two more questions. I'll ask you after you've. Oh um, yeah. Go yeah. for it. You can ask. You oh can ask no, 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 no. You go. And then, cause these are the last, I always like to ask people the last two questions, the same for everyone. So. Yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope when it, this doesn't sound too weird and I hope that the, what I'm about to say re connects with someone in that you've been, if you've been diagnosed with MS, you've been chosen. And that sounds like very kind of, well, what does that even mean? And it took me a long time to figure that out. Um, and because in your world, your individual world, it's all eyes on you now. Mm. And, and especially when you start telling people about your diagnosis, everybody's watching you. Mm -hmm. If you can regain control of your health, you touch and inspire and lift up so many people. Like it's going to shock you. And the more you do that, all of a sudden, you're, the tentacles of that will reach all these people. And like they will come to you for help. Right. And it's like, I'm just one of those people. You're another one. Like we're, we all are that node suddenly yeah. once, you, once you've been diagnosed. So it's, you could look at it as, you know, poor me, whatever, or you go, this is a gift, not just for me, but maybe it's the person down the street whose daughter or son gets diagnosed with MS who comes to you in 15 years and says, Hey, I need some help. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so definitely. I don't know. I hope that encourages people. Oh, no, I think it's true. And I think there is time for people to grieve. And I feel like every day, you know, that can happen also, but there's also incredible answers out there and ways that we can look ahead and um and like you said be beacons of hope for people not just yeah. them, but people who exactly any any way who need some support or an uplifting mm -hmm. something so yeah and like i said i've got two questions i love to ask everyone um and i feel like we might have covered some of these things but let's give it a go anyway tell me the best thing to have happened to you because of your diagnosis Oh man, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to you. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like it got to this, right? Like here I am now, like being interviewed in Australia. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty cool stuff. Like it, it, it gave me an opportunity to, you know, to access the world and, and be, you know, a, a voice of hope and truth. Like that, that is the best thing. And like, for, for me, and then like, you know, to see other people, like it's, that's been amazing to actually, you know, be, people write you letters and stuff after you know, I met you 10 years ago and here's what happened. And you're like, wow, like, you know, like, yeah, it, it, it saved my life. I mean, I don't know if I was on a good trajectory. Yeah. And the last question I love to ask everyone is what is something you tell people to make MS more understood? Hmm. MS more understood. Well, number one, that it's 
it's not all downhill. And I, and I, that really frustrates me. Um, you know, especially when I see how it's represented in the media, I see how it's represented in movies. It's just like, you know, and I, even when I do a cursory scroll through like to an MS society, I, I look at the pictures sometimes I'm like, okay, what percentage of these are people looking sad and like in big trouble versus like the other people who have a, a, a very different story. You know, and it's like, it, it's, it's, it's getting the other stories out there. And I, I don't want to belittle or downplay the other stories because those need to be heard too, but it needs to be a balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, pe- and people ask me, they say, you know, I, one common question I get is what type of MS do you have? And I tell people, I have, progress- I have progressive MS, but I'm just progressively getting better. <laughs> right. And I, yeah. so I, I take, I take the term and I flip it and I'm like, well, I know I, I had my, ins- I had my, I'm just going up. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going down. Um, so that's what I would like to definitely is change the public perception mm, of what it looks yeah. like, of what it looks like to have without, without ignoring the other, the harsh realities, but, but a little more balanced. For sure. And I think in, in a lot of ways, social media has really been able to do that for a lot of people. I know. Completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. And um, yeah, it, no was, it was so um, enlightening. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of MS Understood. If anything we spoke about today piqued your interest, definitely head over and check out MS Hope and the Direct MS websites. You can find Matthew on Facebook and Instagram at MS Hope on Facebook or Embry Matthew on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Claire O'Reilly or MS Understood Podcast. The best thing you can do to support this podcast, as I mentioned at the start of the episode, is click follow on Spotify, subscribe on your other podcast listening platforms and leave a review because this gets other people exposed to the podcast. I'm always looking for new guests for the MS Understood Podcast. If this is you or someone you know, please send me a message via either of my Instagram accounts. And in an effort to make sure we've got more representation, I'd love to hear from any members of the LGBTQI plus community, our black and BIPOC community, or any men willing to share their stories of living with multiple sclerosis. Thanks again for listening and please share this episode with someone you think might 